Hey, hey, ladies, it's your girl, Sarita, and we are back for episode four of No Discounts. This is a podcast for single women, um, devotionals with biblical perspectives and, you know, some practical ways we can manage our time um, during our single season and to know our worth. Um, A lot of um, moments of being single points back to us not knowing our worth so that we not give ourselves to things um, or people um, that we're not supposed to. But yeah, this is episode four. This is a continuation of One is a Whole Number Part One. Um, In that particular episode, we spoke about Um, Being single is not a curse. It's not a death sentence. Um, It is a process. It is a process of growing and knowing yourself. um, A process of knowing where you've come from. A process of knowing that God has you and he's got you and that you are fashioned to be great. And that you, you know, cannot accept anything less. So that's why we say no discounts, ladies. We are worth more than... I'm just going to say it, a quickie. We are worth more than a man who has no interest in building a future with us. We, we're so much more than just desiring a man. I know that is a lot of our um, desires, but we're more than that, ladies. Um, if we need to walk like it, talk like it, live it, and believe it. Um, And God will provide everything that our hearts desires. We just need to focus on him. So without further ado, uh, we are going to jump right into um, one is a whole number part two. So today we're just going to talk about um, what we're supposed to be doing in this single time. You know, there's a lot of things a lot of us are supposed to be doing. But are we listening to God to hear what he's calling us to do? Um, and this has nothing to do with your career. This is all about building and growing and transforming as a person and as a spiritual being. What is God calling us to do right now in this single season? Every single, every season is going to be different, but what is he calling you to do right now? And it's definitely not focusing on a man. (laughs) It goes a lot deeper. So, um, if you have your Bible, You are more than welcome to follow along with me because I do have a scripture I would like for us to start off with. Um, Like my pastor says, we want to lay the foundation of a thing. So um, if you can grab your Bible, I will be reading from 1 Corinthians chapter 7, verse 32, 34, and 35. And I will be reading from the New International Version. Um, Whichever version of the Bible you're reading from, the Holy Bible that is, um, so be it. Get whatever helps you um, understand what you're reading. And um, we're going to jump right into this, ladies. And I'll try to stay the course. You know, sometimes I ramble, but I'm going to stay the course. So in uh, 1 Corinthians 7, Paul, who was a, um, he was a disciple of Jesus Christ. Um, He wasn't always a disciple. He wasn't always a part of God's kingdom, 
um, before he got transformed by the power of Jesus Christ. He was a thug. He was a biblical gangster, okay? <laughs> he persecuted Christians. He ridiculed them. He killed them. Um, anything in the name of Jesus, he just wrecked. But then in Acts 9, this man came to Jesus like he was on the road to go do some more damage and then Jesus was like bruh let me get you right he met Jesus and his life was forever changed he immediately started walking with Jesus he immediately started preaching the word like Jesus transformed his life like quickly but that's just a little backstory but this is coming from Paul Paul was never married um, Paul didn't have any children um, he had, you know, a spiritually adopted son, Timothy. But um, Paul is saying this to the unmarried population. Okay, he said in 32, I would like you to be free from concern. An unmarried woman or virgin is concerned about the Lord's work. Her aim is to be devoted to the Lord in both body and spirit. But a married woman is concerned about the affairs or the work of this world, how she can please her husband. I am saying this for your own good, not to restrict you, but that you may live in a way, a right way, that is undivided in devotion to the Lord. So there are some words in this scripture that I wanted to point out to you. And just to give you a quick summary of this scripture, basically Paul is saying, you know, being single, being unmarried, you are free of distractions. You are free from worldly concerns. You are only open and devoted to what God is placing in your heart to do. You are so focused on the Lord's work. You're not consumed with man. You're not consumed with a man's desires. You're not consumed with what you need to do when it comes to what we take on on this earth. But then when he said a married woman is concerned with worldly things, such as pleasing her husband. So I'll put it in this context. A married woman is concerned about feeding her family, loving her husband, pleasing her husband, um, keeping the house clean, going to work. I mean, she has a of things that she is concerned with but as a single person as a person that is unmarried a person that may be divorced a person that may be engaged you're technically unmarried honey you are concerned with what God wants you to do in that season in this season yes married women uh, and married couples they still do what the Lord is calling them to do but they have a, a, a different list of things that require their attention as well. As single people, we shouldn't be like that. We shouldn't be over-consumed with worldly 
distractions, and worldly concerns. And, you know, Paul, he was being honest. He was like, you know, I'm not trying to restrict you. God knows your heart. God knows your desires. God knows you want to be married. God knows that you are longing for a spouse. He's not trying to restrict you. He's trying to help you. Help you understand that doing God's work in this season is key to receiving that blessing of that husband. It is key. You have to dig into the things of God. No one can be in between you and him. It can't be you, the man, and God. That is out of order. It has to be you, God, and that man. It it will cause you to dig through God, to dig through Jesus, to dig through his word, to dig through his heart, to get to that man. And that man has to do the same thing for you because between that man and you is God. That man has to dig in God's word. He has to dig at God's heart to get to you. So it's the same thing. We all have to be having an undivided devotion to God in our singleness and even when we are married. So I just want to jump into another scripture really quick. Um, You know, sometimes we feel like as single women, and I can only speak to single women right now, sometimes we feel like being overly consumed with the things of this world, such as I'm working three or four or five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten jobs, 50, 11 jobs. <laughs> I'm working all these jobs. I have all these opportunities. I got all these events. I have all these things I got to do. We create an atmosphere of distraction for ourselves because we feel like if we keep ourselves busy, it will keep our minds stayed off of thinking about being single. It will keep our minds off of thinking about a man. But in reality, that thought will always be there. And now you are overly consumed with distractions. And none of it is what God called you to do. God wants our attention. He wants our devotion as single women. So, I'm going to tell you about two women. They're out of Luke chapter 10, verse 40. Two sisters. There's Mary and then there's Martha. Mary is the cool, chill sister. She's calm. She's not stressing about nothing. She looks forward to hearing from God. And then, honey, you have Martha. She is on the end, the other end of the spectrum. Martha is constantly busy. She wants to cater to the world. She wants to cater to man. She wants to make sure they feel at home. She just wants to do stuff. And she's so busy and distracted, she doesn't even hear God speaking. So, case in point, Jesus comes to Mary and Martha's home. You know, they're sisters, they live together, trying to keep each other accountable. (laughs) 
and Martha is losing her ever-loving mind. <laughs> Here is Jesus. They, cons they consider him a teacher. Mary, where is Mary? Mary is sitting at the feet of Jesus, listening to his teachings, listening to what God has put into him, listening for instruction. And where is y'all's homegirl, Martha? Martha is trying to cook Jesus a meal, trying to make him feel at home, and she is missing all of these spiritual nuggets he is dropping because she is distracted by worldly concerns. And Jesus checked her on it too. He said, girlfriend, your sister has received everything that I have given her. And you're over here worried about a meal that I don't even want? I mean, he didn't say that, but I'm pretty sure that's what he was feeling like. I ain't not hungry, you know? But Martha was so distracted by earthly concerns. But Mary got it. She knew what she needed. So she was still. And you know, Mary, she was devoted to Christ. She was hungry for his teachings. And like I said, you know, Mary, she, she longed for the teachings. She was teachable. You have to ask yourself, in this season of singleness, are you teachable? Are you open to constructive criticism from those that love you? And even those um, that may looking that may be looking from the outside in? Are you open and teachable to what God is trying to download into you in this season? Are you teachable for him to correct you in ways that you, you may not understand? Be teachable. Be open. You know, Martha sounds like a lot of us. She was so distracted. You know, we're wondering why why we are wondering, why we are walking aimlessly day in and day out, you know, wondering why we haven't been found by our, you know, potential mate and why we're creating a busy and distracted life, why we're jumping from situationship to situationship is because we're distracted. We can't hear the voice of God. He is calling us to do certain things in this earth for his glory. But we can't hear him. Or even worse, you hear him, but you ignore him. Which is detrimental to your spiritual life. And will place true godly promises on hold until you listen. So sis, I just want you to understand that God is not a performance-based God. He is not a performance-based God. He is interested in your devotion to him. He is not interested in, you know, your distractions, but he wants to pull you from them because he wants your heart. He wants you completely. I mean, how, how can he, you know, speak to you or teach you in this season if every worldly thing is in your face 
and in your ears? How can he show you the visions he has for you if you're distracted by worldly vision? How can he speak to you and whisper to you the things of his spirit that are for you if your ears are clouded by gossip and hearsay and lies of the enemy? He's looking for wholehearted devotion in your singleness and outside of your singleness. He's looking for an open vessel, one that is ready to be poured into. But first, you must be purged of what is not of him. Sometimes we, as single women, have longed to be married to our forever boo. (laughs) And we've longed so long that we feel like we're stuck. But guess what, love? We're not stuck. We are simply not ready. There are some of us who are ready and there are some of us who are not. Have you ever thought about that? Have you ever sat down and really thought, maybe I am not ready. Maybe I'm not ready physically. Maybe I'm not ready spiritually. Maybe I'm not ready financially. Maybe I'm not ready emotionally because my past still haunts me. Yes, we are complete in God, identity-wise. But we are still fragmented and broken in some areas. Will we be, will we be perfect? Got a little tongue-tied there. <laughs> no, we will not be perfect. But we will be healed if we realign our focus. God has the scalpel. He is the master surgeon. Open yourself and let him remove those things that are contaminating your destiny and your desires. So, you know, queens, being single, like I said, is a growth opportunity. It is an opportunity for God to shed layers of our past and to seal the cracks in our souls. Stop focusing on another human being completing you. Stop creating ways to be distracted, such as working a lot and jumping from one opportunity to the other. Give time for God. Be still at the feet of Jesus. You do not want to miss what he's instructing you to do. His words will lead you closer to your desires. We have to be still at the feet of Jesus. So in closing, my ladies, um, there's just some areas of our lives that we need to allow God to tap into in areas that we need to evaluate or even re-evaluate in our single season. So here are three areas I recommend that you place before God and even reevaluate for yourself. The first one is your relationship with God. What does that look like? Are you being obedient in complete surrender? Or are you rebelling, ignoring the voice of God? 
Are you doing all the talking in prayer and all the working in your flesh? I mean, a relationship with God, it is a two-way street. We don't do all the talking. We have to listen to. So I like to put it this way. You talk, God listens, he talks, you do. I want to say that one more time. A relationship with God is a two-way street. You talk, God listens, he talks, you do. Number two is your finances. Are you financially stable? Are you financially stable? We're always looking for a man that's financially stable, but honey, are you? Do you tithe? Do you give your first fruits? Do you have a budget or are you reckless and greedy with your money? See, God honors those who are good stewards of his resources. He is the source. He provides all of the resources. But we can't get things twisted. Because the word says that the love of money is the root of all evil. And that you cannot serve God and mammon which is money. You, you cannot have two, two masters. So reevaluate your finances. Where is your money going? Are you a giver? Okay. And lastly, your soul. What is the condition of your soul? <laughs> Ask yourself, what is the condition of my soul? Allow God to show you. Are you allowing your past hurts and pains to dictate your present and your future? Are your thoughts aligned with God's? Are you doing what you want to do and what you think is best? I want you to remember this. Your soul consists of three components. Your mind, which are your thoughts. Your emotions, which are our feelings. And your will, meaning your decisions, release them to God. Let him seal those cracks that are seeping out. So this week, check in with Jesus. Let him rearrange some things. (laughs) Let him rearrange some things in you. As he is preparing his bride for his return, He also desires to prepare you for the desires of your heart. You have to be still and know that he is God. So ladies, before I conclude this podcast, really think about what was spoken about today. Do not be distracted by the concerns and cares of this life. Focus your eyes, your 2020 vision on God. Not your physical vision, but your spiritual vision on what he is calling you to do in this season in preparation for your king, in preparation for your husband. It could happen next week. It could happen a month from now. It could happen five years from now, but you have to be ready, sis. You have to be ready. So in closing, I want to, um, I want to say this. 
and it may become a custom of um, my podcast episodes. And however the Lord leads me, the Lord leads me. Um, But if there are any listeners who do not know Jesus Christ as their Savior, or if you once walked with God hand in hand, you heard him, you knew him, but then life happened and you turned away from him, I invite you to this call of repentance and acceptance into the kingdom family. If that is you, I want you to say this. I don't care if you're in your car, in your shower, in your bed, sleeping. I don't care where you are. God is open and available at any time. So I want you to say this. Say, Lord, I am a sinner and I repent or turn away from my ungodly ways. I want you to come into my life and cleanse me with your blood from all unrighteousness. I am made new through your power and accept that you are the Son of God who lives in me. I thank you for loving me and accepting me as a member of the body of Christ. In Jesus' name, amen. So sis, if you recited that, know that a new day is coming. Know that transformation begins today. Know that Jesus will never leave you nor forsake you. He will not turn his back on you. Know that you are a part of a family who will build you up and who will care for you spiritually and naturally. If you ever have any questions, feel free to email me at myworthismywealth at gmail.com. I love you all. I pray that this has blessed someone, and I hope you all have a wonderful week. Bye.